0: Those who returned from the exile found that the hopes for the glorious restoration of Judah were not completely fulfilled. For these disappointed people, the prophet envisioned salvation in the image of a nursing woman. Mother Jerusalem and a mothering God remind the community how they are sustained and supported. The first reading is from Isaiah, the 66th chapter. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious abundance. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream, and you shall nurse, you shall be carried upon her hip and bounced upon her knees." As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Your bones shall flourish like the grass, and the hand of the Lord shall be known to his servants, and he shall show his indignation against his enemies. The Saloni for today is verses from Psalm 66. Shout, shout for joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Give to him glorious praise. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. So great is your power that your enemies come cringing to you. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. Come and see what God has done. He is awesome in his deeds toward the children of man. He turned to the sea into dry land. They, t- they passed through the river on foot. There did we rejoice in him, who rules by his might forever, whose eyes kept a watch on the nations. Let not, let not the rebellious exalt themselves. In the close of his letter to Galatians, Paul encourages them to live as people made right with God through faith in Jesus Christ. Here, Paul offers practical advice about how believers exercise common concern for one another in the family of faith. The second reading is from the sixth chapter of Galatians. Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone, not his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. Let the one who is taught the word share all good things with one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Of the household of faith. But far be it from me to boast except in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me, and I to the Lord. For near circum- circumcision counts for anything not under circumcision, but a new creation. And as for all who walk by this rule, peace and mercy be upon them, and upon the Israel of God. From now on, let no one cause me trouble, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ to be your spirit, brothers. Amen.
1: The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 10th chapter. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you and remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide for the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not receive you, go into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works... rejects him who sent me. The 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you. But rejoice that your names are written in heaven. This is the gospel of the Lord. As Paul greeted Galatia, so I greet you with grace and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Greetings Have you ever really considered how you greet someone? Craig and I had a dear friend, Dale Kemp, who passed away in April of 2017. He used to always greet everyone with a smile, and he would say, greetings. greetings! Have you ever considered how you greet someone? Often we say hello, hi, or maybe even hey, but we don't really think much about it. Most of the time our greetings are good. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Sometimes our greetings are not so good. We might be tired or hungry or overwhelmed with our busy lives and our greetings sound more like a mumble. Morning. There's no real eye contact and we kind of just go right on by, just walk right on by. Have you ever taken a moment to think about how and what you share with other people? With strangers, it's usually small talk and something not so personal. If Craig and I are on an airplane, he'll talk to everybody else besides me. (laughs) We might talk with others about the city we're going to, maybe we've been there before, maybe about the weather, how hot or cold it's been. With our family and friends, we often feel more comfortable sharing more personal information about issues at work or maybe about difficult relationships with other people. Years ago, when my daughter Katie was in high school, I started getting a bit too personal in my sharing, and sometimes she would put up a hand and say, TMI, mom, TMI. Better translated as, too much information, I really don't need to know that, please. But now that she's older, and is a mother herself, my sharing seems a bit more welcomed. Over the past several Sundays, we've heard a great deal about the Holy Spirit at work in our lives, and how we've been given the freedom for living out the fruits of the Spirit. In today's reading, Paul talks about the life of the people who live by the Spirit. It's all about relationships, and how we manage life together he encourages us to share with one another the love of Christ, to live a life of sacrificial love, of bearing one another's burdens, of loving our neighbor as ourselves. But as you all may well already know, this is not so easy. In our gospel lesson today, Luke describes how Jesus sent the disciples on ahead to share the peace of Christ and to further the kingdom of God but he first tells them to greet no one on the road. Take no bag, no sandals, and greet no one. It was almost as if he didn't want them to get distracted. He sent them out in pairs, probably for safety and encouragement. What they were called to do was quite risky, and it's usually good to do something risky with a partner. That way, when one falters, the other can help. When one is lost, the other can find the way. And when one is discouraged, the other can hold the faith for both of them. That's what the company of believers does. We hold each other up, console each other, encourage each other, and even believe for each other. In our culture today, we are taught to look out for number one, Take care of ourselves, because no one else will. Take control of our own lives. But most of us find being dependent very uncomfortable. Maybe even making us to feel unprepared, unsafe, and vulnerable. But we truly are vulnerable. Any illness, loss, death, disappointment, or tragedy reminds us painfully of just how vulnerable we are we are all capable of doing wrong. There's no doubt about that. We have choices and freedoms. But to make the right choices and decisions, we need to be open to the Holy Spirit and to receive his guidance. It's a new creation, a new way for all God's people to live together. If we attend to our own integrity, carry our own burdens, take responsibility of our own actions, and most of all, dedicate our lives to God first, then and only then are we able to help others. We get to help others. God has unconditional mercy and forgiveness, and he forgives us all of our sins. In Isaiah, we hear how the people of God are set apart with many blessings. Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. Christ died and rescued us from that sin. We are delivered from evil, but the powers of evil still exist and remain active in this world today and will forever. Christ's death on the cross into Christ Christ's death on the cross didn't make us immune to sin but rather we are free to put off our sinful ways and live new in the spirit. In Christ, God eternally accepts us with all our imperfections and vulnerabilities. In turn, we are asked to have mercy and to accept without question our brothers and sisters who have made a mess of their lives in the same way God accepts us. In this new relationship with God and with others, we need to be reminded not to get distracted with our own efforts. Galatians 6, verse 3 says, For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. This is what Paul is talking about when he refers to sowing to his own flesh. We get wrapped up in what we are doing instead of what the Holy Spirit is doing through us. The only way to maintain a life of self-giving love over the long term is to sow to the Spirit in faith and hope. So how do we live according to the fruits of the Spirit? We get to properly use the freedom we possess in Christ. We get to follow the lead of the Spirit and not the leading of self. We get to give and forgive. We get to listen to others' dreams and desires. We get to offer hospitality. We get to extend the table, the Lord's Supper, to make room for all, as we often hear at this table, for all are welcome. Last weekend, I spent time with my deacon brothers and sisters at a conference in Minnesota. I'm celebrating five years of service this year as a deaconess, and our theme, was serving with gladness a table extended. We spent a great deal of time discussing just what serving with gladness means and about how we extend the table in our everyday lives. We had wonderful roundtable discussions, and those of us who were celebrating certain anniversaries were able to share briefly how we extend the table in our ministry, and this is what I shared. When I think of serving at the table, most often I think of family and friends gathered around the kitchen table or a banquet table, sharing stories, sharing life, waiting or being waited on at a restaurant, and of course, the Eucharistic table, where I serve or am being served. But my daily table service is quite different than any of these I've mentioned. I not only serve in my church as a parish nurse, but I serve at an exam table in a women's clinic with a very diverse group of people, Hispanic, Marshallese, Asian, African-American, Arkansan, and more, young and not so young, some who are well and some who have cancer, some who are pregnant and some who have miscarried or can't get pregnant. Some who have fabulous insurance and don't want for anything, while others struggle to find their next meal. My table extends beyond that which serves food. It includes wiping tears, tending wounds, providing good news and not so good news of test results. It involves life and death. It involves empathy and compassion, sharing, joy, and sorrow. Pats on the back and great big hugs. Most of all, my table involves serving through the lens of Christ's love, and with guidance from the Holy Spirit, I will continue to serve with gladness. Our gospel lesson tells us that there are too few workers. It's not that there aren't enough believers, there's just not enough people sharing the love of Christ with others in their everyday lives. We get to be those workers in this world today. What we do and say gets to be about Jesus, and it comes from Jesus. When the 70 reported back to Jesus, their response was that of joy and surprise, because they didn't know or expect what would happen in the name of Christ. And that is true with our ministries today. The feeling we get when we give of ourselves, our time, and our talents to help carry the load of someone else's burden when we forgive time and time again, when we reach out our hands without saying a word to comfort those in need, or share a meal, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Share with others and greet them with Psalm 66, verse 5 come and see what God has done. Jesus said, go on your way. The work of the church is not for a select few. Instead, all believers can contribute in their own way and in the context of their own spiritual journey in their everyday lives. As St. Teresa of Avila said, Christ has no body on earth but yours. No hands but yours, no feet but yours. Yours are the eyes through the compassion of Christ. Yours are the eyes through which the compassion of Christ looks out to the world. Yours are the feet with which he is to go about doing good. Yours are the hands with which he is to bless others now. Now go. Greet one another in peace and share God's love. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers and sisters. Amen. Let us declare our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived
0: by the power of the Holy
1: Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried.
2: Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. O Lord, keep us from growing weary of doing good. Give us loving hearts to show kindness to all people. Be with those who suffer any need, especially the poor, unemployed, and homeless. Be with those who feel lost and alone, abandoned, or hopeless. We know that they live in northwest Arkansas, our own city, and in our own neighborhoods. Enable and help us to reach out to them grant your mercy to them and all Households of your people and keep them safe in every trial Lord in your mercy Loving God teach us how to be open with others about our faith in him Help us to speak the truth in love humbly and without shame Teach us how to rely upon you and the power of the Holy Spirit and not upon ourselves to bring the harvest of the kingdom let us seek no other reward than to know that we will receive what is promised to faithful witnesses. Our reward is knowing you and being known by you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, extend your peace upon the whole earth. Make nations and kingdoms of the world stop their warring madness. Help all to live together in peace and according to your will. Direct and guide all elected and appointed officials who govern our nation to serve all citizens in your name. Guide each of them to work in unity towards a common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, you call us to be a people of prayer. Hear our prayers for those who are near and dear to us and named in our prayer requests. We pray for all who are brokenhearted, those whose lives are wounded, and those we name silently in our hearts. Give them confidence to know that you know their needs. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bless this congregation with a vision for the future and a reverence for the past. Help us be creative, help us be inspired, help us to be open to your will. Help us understand and see clearly the vision of what you want our congregation and its ministry to be. Continue to present opportunities for us to love and serve in your name. Help us to know you better and to make you known to those around us. Lord, in your mercy,
1: hear our prayer. prayer. Into your hands, Heavenly Father, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us join together in the prayer Jesus has taught us.